I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. The thing to remember here as parents is simply that our kids aren't going to get better at making decisions unless we let them practice often. So just take a minute. Think to yourself now, like how often do your kids get to make decisions? Give them some power to decide. So much of life is already lined up, right? So much of it's already predetermined for our little ones. There's so much that they don't get a say in. So just create some opportunities for them to decide. Present them with options so they can learn how to choose. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop-style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home, And what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Monday on the Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser, and I'm so grateful you're joining me here today. We are going to talk about what we can do to raise leaders. We all want our kids to grow up to be leaders, right? It's not necessarily that I want my kids to grow up to be the president or a CEO, but man, in order for them to have much of an impact on this world, they're just going to have to lead in some capacity. There's a calling, right? There's a purpose on each of their lives. So in order to carry that out, it's going to require some level of leadership or influence. So it's not so much about, you know, listening to this episode for a formula to raising a CEO, but 
Rather, it's just about being intentional, about encouraging the character traits of someone who's confident and kind and dreams big and has the communication skills and the emotional intelligence and the resilience and all the other things, right, to follow their dreams through to completion. So I've put together four ways that I think we can encourage our kids in their leadership and raise leaders today. The first one is that we want to let our kids practice solving their own problems. We know, right, you can't be an effective leader if you can't manage conflict. It's just inevitable. And the more adept our kids are at solving problems, the more practice they've had, the more effective leader they're going to be. And I'm not just advocating that we tell our little ones to go figure it out, right, when they're disagreeing. It's not just stepping back and letting them duke it out, but there's so many opportunities. There's so many opportunities to teach and let them then put their skills into practice where we just kind of sort of jump in instead, right? And we sort it all out for them so they don't get any practice. So I'd really just encourage you if you find that you are a parent who tends to step in at the first sound of a disagreement, right? The first sound of conflict, take a moment, take a pause and wait. Just give them that extra time to see what happens. Because one of two things is probably going to happen, right? One, they're either going to work it out on their own and they didn't need you to step in. They're getting that great practice. Or two, they're going to misstep and it's not going to work. And if that's the case, man, what an opportunity you now have to teach, right? You've listened. You can step in and you can help mediate and you can teach them to state the problem objectively and without judgment. Just walking in and being like, hey, what's going on here? And then reminding them, right, conflict after conflict to be able to explain to you what's happening objectively without judgment, right, without evaluation, like, man, what a life skill you're equipping them with. And just like we went through in the um, nonviolent communication model, we went into that in a lot of detail in episode 19. And if if you haven't listened to that one, I would just encourage you to do so. It's so, so good. And it walks you through this communication framework that is really going to change your communication with all everyone you're in relationship with, your spouse, your children, your coworkers, your extended family. Um, it's just a beautiful framework for communication, but you can actually start teaching it to your children at a pretty young age. So you can teach them like, let's identify what's going on here. And take out all of that judgment, right? Let's practice taking out that evaluation and being objective in our assessment. And then you can ask them, like help each of them identify their needs, right? We're like living in this culture now, especially in just Western culture where people, they just don't take time to recognize their needs. Like people are upset and resentful and they're not even really sure why. So in mediating conflict between our kids, like we can ask them to state their needs or teaching them, right? To be aware of their needs, be aware of others' needs, and then how to verbalize their needs. And then finally, you're going to want to help them work together to find a compromise, right? Try to find a solution. And if that doesn't seem possible in the moment, sometimes it doesn't, everyone just needs to take a break. And if there's tears, it's okay. Because in real life, right, when we can't resolve conflict, a break, maybe some distance, cooling off, regulating perspective, those are all really helpful things in the real adult world too. And then when everyone's calmed back down, 
pull your kids aside. Just have a meaningful conversation about the disagreement, how they tried to resolve it, what worked, right? What didn't work, how you're resourcing and empowering them for the next time conflict arises. But none of that happens if you just jump in right away and rescue them. So just keep that front of mind. And then second, I think we can start teaching our kids how to make good decisions, right? We can start giving them skills in decision-making because great leaders, they know how to make decisions. They can make informed decisions pretty quickly without being caught in this analysis paralysis, right? And then I think they can move forward in strength and confidence on that decision and then execute without wasting time and energy overthinking or worrying that they made the wrong decision. It's really a skill and it's a skill that takes quite a bit of practice. So you've got to give them opportunities. You know, you can start this pretty young. Just let them make some decisions. What do you want to wear today? You know, what color bowl do you want for your breakfast? What toy do you want to bring on the car ride? You know, which which book do you want to read before bed? Should we brush our teeth before or after we wash our face, right? There's like so many opportunities in a day for them to practice making decisions. And as they get older, the decisions are going to bear greater weight, right? You can teach them tools to help in their decision-making. You can teach them how to weigh their options. You can teach them how to make pros and cons lists. You can teach them to research, right? So they're making informed decisions. You can teach them to evaluate the situation from everyone's perspective. You can teach them to seek advice, right? From wise people that they trust. The thing to remember here as parents is simply that our kids aren't going to get better at making decisions unless we let them practice often. So just take a minute, think to yourself now, like how often do your kids get to make decisions? Give them some power to decide. So much of life is already lined up, right? So much of it's already predetermined for our little ones. There's so much that they don't get a say in. So just create some opportunities for them to decide. Present them with options so they can learn how to choose. And then third, we really want to focus as parents on emotional intelligence. You can probably all think of really smart people who are just terrible leaders, right? Maybe we've been under their leadership. It's painful. So if we want to be raising great leaders, like effective leaders, we've really got to focus on our child's EQ, right? Arguably more than their IQ. And as part of that emotional intelligence, it's giving our kids, you know, my favorite thing to teach about and coach about, it's giving them self-regulation skills. So teaching self-control, controlling their impulses, practice delaying gratification, right? It's so important. It's practice identifying the emotions and the needs of others. Like that's their emotional intelligence. And leaders with high EQ, man, those are the leaders you want to follow. They get buy-in, right? From those they're leading, they're effectively persuasive. They're great at resolving conflict. So how do we do it? Like, how do we do it as parents? How do we raise kids with high EQs? And there's a lot of things we talk about often here on the podcast. It's helping our kids label their emotions. It's encouraging them to be aware of how they're feeling, expressing it in a healthy way, right? Rather than ignoring or suppressing their feelings. It's really teaching and encouraging and exploring and equipping them in their calming strategies and their self-regulation tools. I'm going to keep referring you guys back to episode four 
We did a whole episode on teaching self-regulation tools. So if you need ideas, you need a refresher, go back and listen to episode four. And part of cultivating a high EQ in our kids is just listening to them, just validating their feelings. And as we do that, they're learning so much and they're growing. They're growing in their security, in their attachment to us. They're also learning how to show up, right? To listen to others and validate others' feelings. It's teaching, it's modeling accountability. It's helping them gain an acute awareness of how much they do and how much they say and how their choices, how all of it impacts not only them, but others around them, right? And it's teaching and it's modeling healthy conflict resolution, like we just spoke about. So EQ helps with all this. Kids and then leaders with high EQs are good communicators, They're good negotiators. They're good collaborators. They're great at resolving conflict. And emotional intelligence, it's a foundational skill. It's vital for good leadership. And then finally, number four, we really want to encourage servant leadership. The best leadership is in service of others, right? It's in service of those that we lead. So we can really impress this idea on our kids and we can encourage them to, to take it from that perspective, right? To serve because great leaders, they put others first. So maybe it's getting involved in a nonprofit. Maybe it's finding a way to serve the under-resourced. Maybe it's a community service. Maybe it's serving at your church, but in whatever capacity, it's so important that our kids have opportunities to serve and to see us serve. Because there's a greater purpose to their leadership, right? It's not just to gain power. It's not just to make money. It's really about making the world a better place and having a positive impact on those around them. So they can really experience that firsthand when they get opportunity to serve. They can experience how it feels. They can experience the joy, the empowerment, right? And fulfilling that greater purpose. All right, so just to recap, One, we're going to let them practice solving their own problems. If our kids are going to be effective leaders, they're going to have to get good at managing conflicts. So we're going to equip them with skills. We're going to teach them how to state their problems objectively, identify their needs, help them work to find a compromise. And then within that teaching, we're just going to give them space, space to practice these new skills before we jump in and rescue them. And then second, we're going to teach them how to make decisions, give them opportunities, right? can start this really young, teach them tools to help in their decision-making. Can ask ourselves, how often do my kids get to make decisions? Just give them some power to make some decisions, power to decide. Number three, we're going to focus on emotional intelligence. We're going to teach self-control, controlling their impulses, right? Practicing delayed gratification, listening to them, validating their feelings, teaching, modeling accountability, just practicing these conflict resolution skills with them in front of them, right? Being in tune with their own and others' feelings and needs. And finally, we're going to encourage servant leadership. Great leaders put others first. So this is getting our kids involved, nonprofit, finding a way to serve uh, the under-resourced, community service, right? Serving at your church, whatever capacity, just important that our kids have opportunities to serve and to see us serve so they can tangibly see that leadership. It's not about them, but it's about how they can serve others. So it's Motherhood Monday. We always start the week praying over our kids 
So let's pray for leadership qualities for our children today. God, we just thank you for our children, God. We thank you for our families today. Today, we pray leadership over our children. We thank you because your word reminds us that we can do all things through you who strengthens us. So as our children are learning, as they're trying and experimenting and testing all these new skills that help make a good leader, God, help us to be good teachers. Help us to model great leadership to them. Help us to guide them in patience and in wisdom. Help us to lean in when we need to lean in and to hold back when we need to hold back. Let us be encouragers. Let us speak life. Let us not hold back in telling them how we see them, how we love them, how we proud we are of them as they learn and grow in their leadership. We pray our kids don't grow tired in leading God. We pray they recognize their calling and stay the course. Please guide our children as they grow in leadership, not to trust in themselves, not to find strength in themselves, but that they lean on you. You understand things so much better than we do. You see things so much clearer than we do. Just help them to make wise choices, Lord. Help them to seek out wise counsel when they need it. Help them to be patient in their decision-making, to control their impulses. Help them to grow in their resilience and in their capacity. We pray your guidance over our children as they lead, because being a leader is hard. We pray that they don't lead out of selfish ambition, but rather that they get the revelation that great leadership is really an act of great service. So help us raise servant leaders. God, help them grow and lead in humility. We pray for all of those under their leadership, God, now, in the future. We just pray that our kids are leaders who love people. We pray they're leaders who give careful attention to those they lead and really foster and cultivate that relationship in love. We pray they care about the needs of those they lead. Father, just help them to be effective in their leadership. We know the world needs more great leaders. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you love Mommy's Polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review, and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.